Hello, this is Jennifer Wolf Horsch. I'm the Executive Director of the International Association of Industrial Accident Boards and Commissions. We're also known as the IAIABC. You're listening to the IAIABC's podcast, Accidentally, where we discuss issues and events that are impacting workers' compensation. During Accidentally, I ask thought-provoking questions, raise awareness of emerging issues, and offer insights on workers' compensation. My goal with Accidentally is to make you think about workers' compensation in a different way. You can listen or download our podcasts each month at iaiabc.org slash podcast. My tree is decorated. The radio station is playing holiday music nonstop, and my pants are a little tighter from all the sweet treats. In honor of the holidays, I wanted to share the following story with Accidentally listeners. T'was the night before Christmas Eve, and all the workshop elves were assembling and packing for Santa's big night. Ouch! cried Buddy, the elf who was responsible for loading boxes on the sleigh. They rushed Buddy to the North Pole Clinic, where they drugged him up and sent him home to recover. Buddy the elf, he got better, but he never did go back to loading boxes. His back just wouldn't let him go back to that job. However, Buddy happily retrained as an electrical elf, making circuits for all those light-up toys. But Santa, he was distraught. We need Buddy to lift the heavy blocks on the sleigh. Think of all those children who will be disappointed. Mrs. Claus gently reminded Santa of the Elves' Compensation Plan, which helps elves who get hurt working at the North Pole. It keeps Santa's elves healthy and safe, giving them medical care and coins when they are hurt. Santa sighed (sighs) and recalled the plan was implemented over a century ago, when Rudolph was first born. But Santa, he had some questions. How many coins does this program cost? Mrs. Claus answered, about a million and a half coins a year. What? That's quite a few coins. Well, sir, well, Santa, you have to recall the elves' compensation plan covers almost 25,000 elves. That's 95% of the North Pole's workers. The reindeer handlers aren't covered for some reason. Yes, Mrs. Claus, but that's a lot of coins, and those coins could be put toward making new toys for the boys and girls. Well, dear, that's true, but when you think about it, it's only about 700 coins per elf. That seems a good investment in keeping them safe and helping them get back to work to make those toys. Mrs. Claus, how many claims did we have last year? 
Last year, we had 4,000 claims. That's 1.6 claims per 100 elves. The rate has gone down by more than 30% in the last five years. Since we started the elf safety campaign, what happens to the elves who get hurt? Well, most of the elves take a couple of days to heal and they go back to work making toys. At 12 weeks following the injury, 77% are back at it. By 24 weeks, 95% are back at work. The elves are very devoted and they work hard for you, Santa. Someone told me those elves who get hurt come to court all the time with complaints. Well, Santa, the North Pole Court heard 240 disputes last year. That's about 6%. It's at least something for those lawyer elves to do. Thank you, Mrs. Claus. I'm very glad to hear the Elves' compensation plan is keeping the Elves healthy, safe, and productive. Now I'd better get back to that naughty and nice list. Unfortunately, the story of workers' compensation in the real world too often stops at the first question that Santa asked, how much does it cost. This story was inspired by an offhand comment at a conference this year when an attendee commented they wished that Oregon would stop publishing the Oregon Premium Rate Ranking Study because it compares jurisdictions on only one metric, cost. In fact, once since it's been published, the 2016 study has been frequently cited by jurisdictions and legislatures around the country. Every two years, regulators, advisory councils, and legislators hold their breaths, waiting to see where their state falls. If they move down, it's generally seen as a sign of success. If they move up, a warning of something amiss. I wonder how many reform packages we'll see next year because of a ranking going up in that study. Workers' compensation is eager to use metrics and measures to tell its story, and that's good. However, cost is just one part of the story. It isn't the entire story. Although Santa was concerned about the overall cost of the elves' compensation plan, it didn't seem that bad once he knew a few more numbers. I suggest we can tell a better story about workers' compensation by borrowing the five measures Santa heard. Here's a reminder of the five and why they are important. Coverage. More specifically, what percentage of a jurisdiction's labor force is covered by a workers' compensation policy? This is important to understanding how exclusions and labor force changes are impacting the people who are protected by workers' compensation. Frequency. A frequency rate, I suggest the number of claims per 100 workers, 
is helpful for interjurisdictional comparisons. Long-term trends of frequency are also important to look at. Return to work. The goal of workers' compensation from an injured worker's perspective is to go back to work. Measuring the percentage of injured workers who've gone back to work at various intervals is a good measure of success. Disputes. Many people are quick to characterize workers' compensation as adversarial, but is that accurate? A percentage of disputes would help us answer that question. Cost Cost is important, but there are some additional cost measures that might enrich the story. Santa heard cost per covered worker. Those are the five measures I suggest, but don't just take my word for it. The October issue of Perspectives, the IIBC's digital magazine, featured the article Metrics to Monitor State Workers' Compensation Systems, written by Rick Victor and Ramona Tanabe. The article included a proposed dashboard to measure the effectiveness of the workers' compensation benefit delivery system. The authors note that many states are relying less on anecdotes and more on credible data to understand causes of the problem, to repair the causes, and to conduct periodic or ongoing monitoring whether a reform has had its intended effects. This kind of dashboard and the use of metrics is important and would help us tell a better story about the system more generally. The dashboard included in the article is broken down into seven broad categories. Worker and employer outcomes, access to the workers' compensation system, medical care and cost, timely first payments, and disputes. This is pretty similar to the five measures that I suggested and that Santa heard in our story. Victor and Tanabe also urge against a large number of metrics, and I wholeheartedly agree. While workers' compensation is complex, when we offer too many metrics, it's easy to lose sight of the important ones. A small set of meaningful metrics will be easy to understand by legislators, employers, and the general public. This is one way we can tell a more compelling story of workers' compensation. Let's make it as simple as, "'Twas the night before Christmas." Thank you for listening to Accidentally, the IIBC's podcast series. You can download the October issue of Perspectives at iaiabc.org. This podcast represents the 12th episode of Accidentally. We've been doing this a year now. And it has been really fun to interview experts and reflect on workers' compensation. I hope that you found these interesting and thought-provoking. I'm always excited to hear your feedback or suggestions. I can be reached at jwolf at iaiabc.org. 
As always, you can find podcast on the IIBC's website, or now we're on iTunes. I hope that you'll subscribe and keep listening next year. I look forward to more excitement in the world of work comp in 2017. Cheers and happy holidays.